0: welcome to fmh insurecast a podcast created by farmers mutual hail designed to deliver expertise and insights from trusted fmh team members and industry experts each new episode will dive into new products industry updates and innovative solutions let's get to today's topic
1: hello everyone ryan bennis here today we're doing something a little different on the podcast usually we talk crop insurance but today we're going to be hearing from another area of our company You may already know, but FMH offers farm and ranch coverage, aka property and casualty across much of the Midwest. One of those coverages that could benefit all farmers and homeowners for that matter is equipment breakdown coverage. You'll hear from Jim Polish and Casey McGinnis from our reinsurance department as they chat with expert guest Jen Strawn from Mutual Boiler Re, which is the company that FMH has partnered with to offer this coverage to our policyholders. Whether you are a farmer, agent, or member of the ag community, we hope you learned something today about Equipment Breakdown. Let's listen in to Jim, Casey, and Jen.
0: Hi, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Casey McGinnis. I'm with our FMH reinsurance department. I handle the claims coming in from our direct accounts as well as our brokered accounts. To my right is...
1: Myself, Jim Polish. I've been in the department now forever. Happy to have all all of you listening today.
0: Well, today we're actually going to talk about equipment breakdown coverage. Most of you guys know this as EB. So today we've got Jen Strawn with us. She is actually our
2: partner with Mutual Boilery. So Jen, how are you doing today? Good morning, you guys. I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, Just a little bit of background on me. I've been with Mutual Boilery for about eight years. Our company is based out of Pennsylvania, but I work and live out of my home in Kansas.
0: Well, let's go ahead and get down to the EB business that we're here to talk about. For those of you that don't know what it is, can you just give us a brief description of what equipment breakdown covers or what it is?
2: Absolutely. So, equipment breakdown really consists of three perils that typically, under most underlying property coverages, are excluded. Those three perils include electrical breakdown. So, if you think of anything that uses electricity, it could suffer um, electrically. Mechanical breakdown is the second peril. Anything that has moving, rotating parts could suffer a mechanical breakdown. And then pressure systems breakdown is the third peril that is included. And this is really where the coverage started 145 years ago. Uh, That is your old boiler and machinery coverage. So anything that operates under pressure uh, could suffer a loss as well. Okay.
0: Now, what about on the home? Why would a homeowner need it? What's the benefit to them?
2: So really, um, I like to stress, I think every homeowner out there should have equipment breakdown coverage. And as I mentioned, most underlying policies exclude those three perils. So if they suffer an electrical breakdown, say a power surge hits their house, damages multiple pieces of equipment, um, they won't have coverage for that. And we all know today, you know, the essential equipment that's in our homes, uh, especially the heating and air conditioning systems, all of your appliances, and media systems, just to name um, a few examples, the cost to repair or replace those today is far more costly than what this endorsement um,
0: is. It sure is. I know it helped me out a lot when I had my compressor go out in my refrigerator. And yeah, that was a disaster, but it was nice knowing I didn't have to worry about the financial aspect of it. It is nice. Well, I may turn it over to Jim because it looks like he's eager to ask you this next one here.
1: Thanks, Casey. Yes, I am eager. And just so the... uh audience knows. Jen, I really appreciate you coming up to visit with us today. You've talked a little bit about the uh, residents and some of the advantages uh, of having EB on that, but what about the farm? Why would my cow care if I have EB coverage?
2: Well, let's talk about the farm. You know, today's farming operations just are not the same as your grandpa's operations used to be. With all the modern equipment that's out there on a farm today, There is a very good chance that that equipment is going to suffer a mechanical or an electrical breakdown. And you ask, why would your cows care? Well, trust me, they really do care if those air circulating systems, their automatic feeders, or their automatic waterers are functioning. They want to be happy cows. You know, we don't want our only happy cows to be in California. Um, Other equipment that's on the farm, you know, a lot of people always struggle with, well, what would be covered on a farm? Obviously, my cow can't suffer. An electrical or mechanical breakdown, but you think about all the things that you use on the farm, you know, that contribute to either, you know, your livestock operation or your grain operation, you know, all your outbuilding buildings today have electricity that runs through them. So you've got a circuit breakers and electrical panels that, you know, all that dust and dirt blown around can get into those items and cause an arcing event. Uh, Water pumps um, and solar panels can be another item that's on a farm. They're becoming more common today. Uh, You don't typically see a farm that doesn't have a generator to keep their operations going. Those typically suffer mechanical breakdowns. And, you know, just some things that are, you know, occupancy specific. You have a dairy farm. They've got milking and collection systems.
1: Okay, Jen, that's pretty interesting. Now, along those same lines about buildings, um, we insure, uh, some of our companies reinsure Uh, poultry homes that have the big cooling towers. So they would be covered under EB as well, wouldn't they?
2: Yes. Any part of that that has electrical or mechanical components that could suffer an equipment breakdown, absolutely would be covered.
1: Okay. I think there'd be a big benefit to someone who has a poultry or even some uh, large hog operations, gestation buildings, for example, uh, could find some real benefit in EB coverage. Absolutely. Um, Of course, we didn't mention dairy, but that's a big issue that uh, has a lot of moving parts to it and a lot of electronics.
2: Yeah, today's dairy farm is definitely, you know, it's not just the farmer and a couple hired hands going out and hand milking cattle. Uh, nowadays on these farms, you'll see milking carousels and all of that is operated by electricity or, me- you know, those moving rotating parts that can suffer mechanical breakdowns. And let me tell you, the equipment today is very costly on a farm to replace, not something that a farmer would want to have to do um, out of pocket for sure.
1: Yeah, we've seen some of those losses come through on da- uh, for dairy operations. And they're pretty pricey.
2: Yeah, they're not cheap, that's for sure.
1: Okay, speaking of not cheap, we talked about structures, but let's now talk about uh, farm machinery, specifically mobile farm machinery. Uh, What kind of coverage does EB extend to those pieces of equipment?
2: So mobile machinery is typically excluded under the equipment breakdown endorsement uh, with a couple of exceptions. Um, The GPS systems and any associated monitoring devices um, that are used with that GPS system would be covered equipment if it experiences a covered mechanical or electrical breakdown. You know, nowadays farms have all this technology where they can gather data and share that data, you know, to a computer, to an iPad. Um, You know, sometimes that iPad's right there inside the cab of the tractor. If those do suffer electrically, then this coverage would extend to those items. And those are becoming um, pretty costly out there too. So, you know, if somebody thinks, oh, that screen's probably a couple hundred bucks. It's not, it's in the upwards of, you know, seven, $8,000 to replace.
1: Wow, I never realized they were that expensive. Okay, Jen, so let's be clear. We've mentioned what is covered. Give me some examples of what isn't covered.
2: So really what's not covered on mobile machinery, um, you know, if you're out in the field and you ingest a rock and it damages, you know, any of the internal engine components, uh, none of that stuff is covered for mechanical breakdown. Um, under it's just, your policy? Uh, yes. Yes, under the under the equipment breakdown endorsement, that would not be covered. And we don't really cover the um, main computer system, the GPU that operates the entire uh, mobile machinery. Um, that is excluded as well.
1: Okay, so just to kind of summarize a little bit. Um, Obviously, if a rock uh, combine picks up a rock uh, in the field, that comes back to our policy, the primary policy, and the equipment breakdown would be excluded. So no problem with that. But also an engine, if it happens to, uh, uh, somebody forgets to put oil in it or whatever, and we have a rod go through the head, that obviously is not covered underneath the equipment breakdown.
2: That is correct. That type of mechanical breakdown coverage is, is excluded.
1: Okay. Now, somebody once told me that basically anything that, starts the tractor uh electronically would not be covered so your starter solenoids things of that nature are excluded as well would that be correct
2: that is true so really i mean if you think about the mobile machinery piece itself if you just narrow it down to the gps component um and the equipment that's associated with that gps unit that is really the the parts of the coverage um that a equipment breakdown is extended to
1: okay great i just want I- Wanted to make sure that myself and all the listeners are clear on that as well. Jen, I can ask you questions for another hour or so, but I think we got to keep moving. So Casey, I'll flip it back to you.
0: Yeah, I would say that's a lot of information about farm mobile machinery. So let's get to this next one here. What do you guys consider as incidental property or incidental coverages that insurance could see as a covered item?
2: So the equipment breakdown endorsement does um, include quite a few incidental coverages. There's a handful that apply both to the dwelling and farm coverages, and then some that are just specifically related to farm coverage. Some of the most common um, incidental coverages are expediting expense. Um, You need to hurry up and get your parts here, get stuff replaced, Uh, that is included within the coverage. Refrigerated property, you can really think about this in terms of a spoilage coverage. If the covered piece of equipment, say a freezer, whether it be in the dwelling, whether it be on the farm, you know, housing medications for livestock, if it suffers an equipment breakdown and the contents of that unit spoil, uh, that spoilage coverage is added into the equipment breakdown loss. Um, Off premise coverage, there's a little bit of coverage. um, If you've got your electronics, um, you know, away from the premises, I like to think of the college student who's taken their um, desktop computer, printers, Um, and any other electronic devices with them, they take that to college. It suffers an electrical breakdown. Coverage would be extended to those items as well. Um, Just a few others, just to name a few, refrigerant contamination is included, uh, data restoration. We do have a little bit of coverage for livestock and poultry, and you wonder to yourself, how can a bird or a cow suffer mechanically um, or electrically? Well, they can't, but the equipment you know that's needed to take care of these animals can if you've got cattle that's out in a field and they rely on a well pump to bring water to them somebody doesn't go out there and check that well pump for a couple weeks it suffers mechanically there's no water out there it's been 100 degrees for a week straight and some of those cows die due to dehydration um, there would be some coverage there um, if it was determined that that well pump um, you know had an experienced a covered equipment breakdown.
0: That's some good stuff. I never would have thought of some of what you just mentioned. Uh, Jim, I think you have the next one over there.
1: I do. Good, great stuff, Jen. Um, kind of want to uh, go back to the farm machinery a little bit. As you know, FMH has made a big commitment into precision farming. Explain how EB and specifically the uh, expediting and data restoration coverage would work in a farmer's precision farming operation.
2: Well, as I mentioned earlier, Jim, you know, today's farm is a lot more modern than, than the farm of yesterday. You know, farmers nowadays, in addition to keeping their inventory records, um, sales records, and even employee records, um, they're now able to collect and share data across the farm using, using this GPS and sensor technology. With data restoration, um, you know, we will pay the cost to research, replace, or restore data, which, you know, can include any type of computer programs um, and operating systems that are lost or corrupted um, on a covered device. You know, I wanna mention that that device does have to be considered covered property underneath the um, underlying property policy. Um, But if it experiences a covered equipment breakdown occurrence, um, we will pay to restore that data. Um, Expediting expense, a lot lot of times with a farm, you know, you can't can't afford to wait a week or two, um, you know, to have repairs made. They need to be made promptly. So we will pay that additional cost um, to have repairs expedited or to make temporary repairs if need be.
1: That's interesting. So on a combine, for example, um, all of a sudden it's not, it's some of the sensors are, have gone bad and you're only getting data maybe off, um, off four of the eight row corn head in front of you. EB would pay for the expediting expense to maybe ship a ch- uh, sensor in from China.
2: Uh, Yes, it definitely would um, cover that extra expense to get those replacement parts here as quickly as possible to get that farm back up and and operating.
1: Well, speaking from personal experience, I've never had had to expedite a sensor, but I have had to have a clutch flown in from Munich, Germany for a green machine. And let me tell you, it was pretty pricey. It was very pricey.
2: (laughs) And today I can imagine it's only going to be a lot more pricey.
1: I'm sure it hasn't gone down in price, that's (laughs) for sure. All right. So that's that's interesting. So especially on the data restoration, too, because obviously farmers rely so much on the data that's gathered both at planting and at harvest and everything in between, um, that it's got that being able to restore that data, it'd be very important to, to the farming operation. Absolutely. And also, we talk about grain, but also for dairy farmers and hog, et cetera, or swine, uh, that data restoration is is, you know, invaluable. It is. All right, Jen, just out of curiosity, what's the most common uh, EB loss that you see?
2: Um, You know, so we've talked about the farm and home today, but really this coverage started in the commercial world um, hundreds of years ago. And um, the most common item we still see today across all product lines is air conditioning units.
0: That does not surprise me one bit. It seems like almost 90% of the claims that we get in so far for air conditioning units, probably followed by uh, furnaces or a... refrigerators.
2: Yes. Refrigerators is a, another very common item. The compressors and those don't, don't seem to last forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a three-way tie for first place. <laughs> so, all right, Jen, I guess those are the most common items, but what's the most unusual item that you've seen turned in for coverage?
2: Well, I have to tell you, it is a very unusual item, but um, we had a prosthetic leg turned in um, for a mechanical loss.
1: No, no comment is needed. Uh- <laughs> Now, just, but getting back to those losses, uh, are those losses paid on an EB uh, adjusted on an actual cash value basis or on a replacement cost basis?
2: No, all equipment breakdown losses um, are typically um, on a replacement cost basis.
1: Okay. So we didn't have to depreciate the leg on the guy. That is correct. (laughs) He got his whole leg back. I'm sure he was very pleased (laughs) to hear that. (laughs) All right, Casey, I think uh, I don't want to give any more jokes or puns to Jen. So I'll switch it back (laughs) to you real quick.
0: I'm sure she appreciates that very I bet you she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want to give a quick history lesson before our time runs up here. Thinking back of how, and I guess when EB first started, how has it evolved with the increasing in technology that we've seen?
2: You know, Casey, it's interesting you asked that. I'm sure a lot of people don't even really know how this coverage got started. You realize today we call this equipment breakdown because it has expanded beyond the old boiler and machinery coverage, which 145 years ago was created to cover boiler explosions. Technology has come so far today. Really, I like to give the example of a TV. Depending upon your age, back in the day when our TV broke down, my dad had loaded up, take it down to the local TV repairman, and he'd fix it. Dad would bring it home, and for 20 bucks, your TV worked again. Nowadays, if that TV shells out because the technology is so integrated within that equipment, there's no repairing it. You just throw it away and go to the Best Buy and get another one. What I'd like to think of this coverage for the people that have been around a long time, we associated this coverage with steam and boilers. They would have caused explosions that created extensive property damage and sometimes even loss of life. But now today, the coverage has expanded and The most common peril of the equipment breakdown coverage is electrical in nature. And you think about it, it, and it makes sense because your homeowner, your business owner, your farming operation, all the equipment that's needed to keep those running on a daily basis uses electricity in some way, shape, or form.
0: So, Jim, I've got a question for you. Did you grow up with steam
2: pressured items? (laughs) What's she saying, Jim? Um,
1: I can't say no, that I grew up with steam pressure, but I grew up with a lot of pressure at work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, looking at the time here, it looks like our time is just about up. So again, Jen, I want to thank you for agreeing to come put up with Jim and I for a little bit. And again, we always value our working relationship with you at Neutral Boilery. Thank
2: you, guys. I really appreciate our relationship together and uh, look forward to working with you in the future. Thanks for having me today. Well, and again, thank
0: you to our audience for listening to this. And I hope it brought a lot of uh, information that you can put to use. You've been listening to FMH InsureCast. We appreciate you joining us today and would like to hear from you. If you have questions about today's topic or an idea to share for an upcoming podcast, you can contact us at fmhpodcast at fmh.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is intended for information purposes only. See policy provisions, terms, and conditions for details. Products underwritten by Farmers Mutual Hail Insurance Company of Iowa and its affiliates, West Des Moines, Iowa. Farmers Mutual Hail is an equal opportunity provider.